Welcome back to the Snack Walls Podcast. I'm Mike Roberts, your host, and we're here to talk about increasing and maintaining diversity in tech beyond the perks. While companies think they can lure people in with unlimited PTO and dogs in the office, we're here to talk about how you keep them. All right, I'm going to throw it over to our special guest today. In a few sentences, can you tell us who you are and what it is that you do? So my name is Aisha Brown. I'm a program manager on the Fast Track for Azure team at Microsoft. Nice. MS, Microsoft. So I'm hearing from some tech leaders that finding diverse talent is a challenge. What are your thoughts? I don't think finding diverse talent is a challenge. I think hiring diverse talent against your biases is the challenge. Okay. So, and why do you, why do you think that is? It's kind of like um, if you've ever, if you've ever interviewed someone who is different from you, uh, for example, someone who's blind, and never mind the fact that they're blind and they can't see what you are, you can see what they are. You may they may be the best qualified person for the job. However, if you feel that you would have difficulty working with them because of your own biases, like oh maybe they'll need special this or special that then you might not hire the best person for the job because of your own biases. And that's a problem. Okay. Yeah. So that's very tangible. Um, and I, and I get that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, what do you think about the push to remove the requirement for CS degrees for many of the software engineering roles out there? I think that's a good move. And the reason why I say that is you, you have eight year old, 10 year old, 14 year old hackers. I mean, phenomenal hackers out there bringing down systems. Technology is experience-based, and, and you can't get it in a book because by the time you've read it, it's already changed. So to have someone that's in that role, making those moves, doing those changes, actually executing and just growing and learning, innovating, changing things, breaking things, I mean, that, that's priceless. That's where your, your talent pool is. It's the people who might not be able to afford to go to college or who might not have access to those schools or to those systems. So. Absolutely. And again, one of the reasons why I'm like so passionate about, you know, providing some opportunities for folks is because you just don't know how many of these like overlooked, um, talented folks could be a great fit for the role if they have those skills. And I'm a, a, a agreement a hundred percent that the degree requirement shouldn't uh, prevent you from being able to hire the right person for that job. Absolutely. What about, um, an apprenticeship pattern? Do you think that might work for some tech roles? I think so. However, you have to look at the criteria for the apprenticeship, because if the same way, if you're leveraging the apprenticeship program the same way you would a degree student or an intern, then it's not going to work. So if you're looking for people who are passionate about the technology and who are like tried, tested, proven on the spot, like, hey, here's a code, or I want you to write this code with no errors, minimal bugs, whatever, and they can do it on the spot, and you're kind of like auditioning them really for the apprenticeship, that makes sense by saying, well, you came out of this school or you come from this area or like give people the opportunity to shine and then give them that platform. And if they, if they accelerate, let them accelerate. But if not, there has to be something in place to where everything, everything human built is going to come with human flaws. So. And then you just meet the person where they're at and That's you it. start leveling them up. That's it. Like it. Um, what what advice would you share for someone that's trying to retain diverse staff? So we talked about like attracting them. What, what do you do to retain them? 
So before I changed it, my uh, my Twitter handle was not your diversity hire, and uh, not your job, not, not your role. Because when like they call me the quote unquote unicorn because I was a, a recruiter in the military space before technology, and I was African American, female, open lesbian, and I hidden disability. So I fit into, and then I speak, uh, I'm a polyquad, so I speak several languages. So I fit to all these little buckets of diversity. And like, I'm not your diversity hire. Don't hire me because you want to, if you want someone on your team to challenge you and change the thoughts and the views, meet people where they are, of course. Bring them along, of course. When they're at the table, listen to what they have to say. Because you can put somebody at the table if you don't give them the mic and allow them to speak and grow, make mistakes. You know, we, I, I think parenting has taught me this the most, more than tech ever will, is that you have to allow people to make mistakes because if they don't make mistakes, they're not going to learn. Because if I'm doing everything perfect, 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 what am I learning? Nothing. I just think I have it all. Right. So for retaining uh, diverse, you, ha you have to meet them where they are. And you have to... And as a manager or anyone in a leadership role, sometimes you have to learn how to be up managed because you might be very well versed in managing and dealing with a particular genre of people or a particular type of people or your team that you've had forever. So when that diversity comes in and they challenge your thoughts or they add a different perspective, then you're like, you almost take it personal. So that that's kind of, so you kind of have to learn how to take that step back and- sure. You know, listen to what they say and then don't say anything. Just don't say a word. Just and absorb it, process it. Yeah. And that's that's what I think separates people that are managers from people that are leaders within the organization. Because that's one of those leadership skills of like, okay, the first thing I need to do is like use these two things and not be so quick to just like from the top down say this is how things should be. Okay. Ask questions, be inquisitive. Find out why things are the way they are, because there could be a valid reason that you're just not aware of, because yes. you can't know it all. Absolutely. Right? So. And then sometimes it's it's just it's a totally different perspective. You you could use this. You and I can both pick up pens and you can use this pen and you can write it this way, this way, this way, this way. All. But I might take the pen and write like this and my handwriting's prettier. I mean. It's just a different perspective. It's just a different way we use instruments in our lives. So what works for someone might not work for someone else, or you may not be thinking about how it could affect a class that you might not be a part of. So like accessibility, that's a that's a really big one. Because yep. imagine, you know, you make a, a blue and white PowerPoint and all the colorblind people in the room going, I don't see anything. So it's just it's just little things that they're easily overlooked if they're not part of your norm. Right. And yeah, I think as, as humans, sometimes we just don't appreciate those differences until we're exposed to them. So you, you got to have that in your environment. So I like that as a way to, you know, keep people there. You've got to create that environment. So who is someone like yourself? I know you're very unique. You're very unique <laughs> unicorn that we have here on the program. But who is someone similar that you'd like to acknowledge as a leader and should be a, a guest on a podcast like this? Um, are you familiar with Paris Chandler? The name sounds familiar. She but... is the creator of Black uh, Twitter, Black Tech Twitter. Nice. That's the second time that's come up today. So Black oh, Tech Twitter is trending in my world. It, it finally made it to LinkedIn. So everyone's excited. Like, all right, get these numbers. Is that, 
Is that what happened today? Yeah, she's a nice. She is definitely um in her own lane, in her own league. And she's okay. pushing, she's pushing for it. Okay, so she sounds like a heavy hitter. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get her on the program. I do not know if this is gonna work, but let, let me know. I'll, I'll reach out there. I'll find her for you. All right. Like that. So where can we find out more information about you know your company? I mean, Microsoft's everywhere, but how about Microsoft. some specific things that you're working on or any anything that you'd like to kind of highlight? Any shameless plugs that you have to get? Ooh, so I, I skate and paint. So anyone, if, okay. everyone who, who at Microsoft knows, if you come to a meeting and you caught me sitting down, typically I'm on my skates and I'm like, I do full on like oil paintings, like beautiful paintings. And nice. that, that's what I do. We'll be in the middle of a, a meeting and I'm just sitting there painting, giving my perspective. But that's that's how I balance my anxiety. Anxiety. Do you, do so. you sell any of these pieces, or do you do this on like commissions? Um, I do commissions. I sell pieces. So, like, I'll probably paint you later because I've been staring at you for about the last couple of minutes. Nice. And so, what I'll, I'm hearing I'll, is I'm gonna get a giant mural that we can put in the office of this yeah, mug. I got you. I'll get you a 15 by 20. I got you. Nice. But I'll, I'll show, like show you if you ever if you check out my uh, my Instagram. It has some yeah, what's your Instagram? Give it so that we can put it in the show notes. What's it your Instagram? Is, uh, jaded underscore A Z underscore J A I. So Jaded nice. is J. And, um, and that is like the that's the medium, right? Instagram is like the spot for artists because now it's like such a visual application that like next level in terms of artists and people that have like just things to gaze at. So I just I like love to create. So it's cool. It keeps me. Except I need to work both sides of my brain at the same time. So if I'm coding, I'm sketching. It's like literally one hand's doing it, the other hand's And doing it's like people it. don't, I think people don't realize that. I always say software engineering is both an art and a science. There yes. is an art to it. There is a way to like write the code, not just so the computer functions, but so that's readable and maintainable. And yes. it's got it's got the company flavor and feel and people know, Scaling don't mess with it. this. Just here's where you need to go. So I like yes. that. So what, this is the last question. This is the most important, super critical here. What have you been snacking on lately? What's your favorite snack? So guilty pleasure. My favorite snack is the unfrosted strawberry Pop-Tarts because I can eat the entire box in one sitting. Pop-Tarts are good. (laughs) So good. (laughs) They're delicious. Wait, so, so do you eat the Pop-Tart? raw or do you toast it because this is the raw raw. see i'm a raw type person too because once you throw in a toaster it gets like lava hot you can burn yourself changes completely just raw balance it off i'll like eat some carrots (laughs) like i'll just eat the box of popcorn some carrots just it's a happy medium that's good snack i like that it's but i eat the whole box box not like a pack you know, the box that comes with 12, not the six. So pack. you're basically going to Costco and buying cartons. <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? I, I love nice. Awesome. So we got a couple of minutes left. We can either end a little early. You could um, talk about something else that you're working on that's interesting. Um, you could ask me a question. What would you like to do? Um, let's see. I don't know. Talk to me. Tell me about you. How did you get into podcasting? Because if you can't Ooh. tell, I have this. Oh, wait a minute. You didn't say you had a podcast. No, your podcast? I, I don't, but I just got my mic. I just got my, my roadcaster pro. So you're getting your gear pro. set up. Got okay. my roadcaster pro. So. so 
this was kind of an outcropping. So full disclosure, and I've said this to people before, I'm not a huge consumer of podcasts. I consume every podcast I'm on. <laughs> so, so I've been on podcasts, but I started doing it because I thought this is a great opportunity for me to amplify voices that are sometimes not out there and not being amplified and create a more positive narrative. There's a lot going on in the world. You know, we got 45, we got Rona, we got like Black Lives Matter. And so it's a way to kind of keep me focused on, let's keep on the positive conversations that are going to lead to outcomes that we want to see. And so I was like, let me just try this thing. There's, there's folks that have been like going out and like doing all kinds of other creative ways to, you know, engage with potential business partners and engage with people in the community. And I'm just like doing something similar as like a volunteer in the JavaScript community and just like doing lots and lots of events. And so when that went away with Corona, we went virtual. I was like, let me just try the podcast thing. Let me see if I can make it happen. And then I went a little crazy and I recorded like 40 episodes. So like we got a lot that we still haven't like edited and released. So we got a ton in the tank and I'm still like every episode, I still enjoy it. I'm like learning new things. And like every day is a great opportunity just to like to engage and talk to the folks that are doing it. Cause I only have people on the program that are like legit, right. That I can kind of realize that, Hey, this is someone we need to be amplifying some of the work that they're doing or where they're at, or have more people that look like me or look like you that other people can see in this space and realize we're here. We exist. The unicorns are real yes. and there needs to be more of us in shops. And so I, 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 I couldn't agree more. I just want, I want people of, you know, people who look like me, people who look like you, to create your space. Create, create if, if if you don't have a space, create one. Yep. That's create one, create one, because the demand is there, the the customers are there, the clientele is there. All you have to do is create your lane, and I promise you, you can drive it. There, and I think it's just tech for everyone. And there, it's for a lot of folks. It's just seeing. And realizing that like we are them, right? They for a lot of folks, they don't realize that like they walk around with this phone in their pocket and they don't realize that like you can be a creator, you don't have to yes. just be a consumer. Right? Yes. Like if you're on this device all the time, then you know user experience. Yep. Have at it, build something. You know, you know it's gonna work. Yes. So I like and it. I, I think uh, another uh, one that I find a lot is there are a lot of um black and brown youth coming out of the military, trying to find their way, trying to find, figure out what's next in the world. So anyone that I've ever served with who reaches out to me, I was a Marine for 16 years. So if anyone reaches out to me, I'm like, hey, do this, try this, get this certification, go through this program. Like there are so many pipelines out there. Most people just don't know about them. So if I can lead you to a pipeline, slide down it like a fireman, Just, just get there, just go. And sometimes you just have to take away that little voice in the back of your head that tells you I can't do it or I shouldn't do it and just go for it. I love it. Awesome. All right. Once again, thank you so much for coming on the program. Thank you. I appreciate you. The San Diego Code School is a proud sponsor of the Snack Walls podcast. 
The San Diego Code School is leading companies to tech equity. The Tech Enabled Apprenticeship Program is a venture whose heart is to do a lot of social good and do good work. You can help San Diego Code School secure funding for change by hiring developers, bringing a team in to relieve your backlog, or becoming a program sponsor. You can visit us on the web for more information at http colon forward slash forward slash stcs.io. 